um, all the way from Moshav Seattle, from the famous Fisher's Yeshiva, if that's the name. That's what they call um, And, you know, we're just here to share some Debrechiza from Racha with everyone. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you, thank you uh, for inviting me. Um, it's humbling whenever I uh, speak uh, specifically to parents. Um, in general, it's humbling to, to, and the reason I'm using the word humbling is because one of the things I think um, that is consistent is that people struggle, in general, we struggle. Both collectively and individually. And when I'm here doing my thing, I'm here uh, speaking in different places, I'm fundraising, Baruch Hashem, I have um, chasanas of students. So my journey here in Lakewood is, is not, I don't live here, it's not a regular, Today's Tuesday, Tuesday night, and for what's humbling for me is to come out on a regular Tuesday night, and I'm sure um, uh, everyone here has a lot to do. No one's bored and saying, oh, let me uh, uh, come to an event because um, I have nothing else better to do. You're, you're all here uh, in dedication to your families. You're here in dedication to your children, you're here in dedication to Hashem. You're here in dedication really to yourselves. And you know, one of the one of the incredible things, and we don't know we don't know a lot of why Hashem does what he does, which is one of the things I want to talk about. Um, but just to come together, I was speaking um, uh, briefly, I had the honor to speak a little bit to, to Mrs. Khan, Kahan, Mrs. Kahan, just just coming together and sharing, and uh, you know one of the, one of my favorite quotes um, that I say all the time, and I love it so much, is that um, you know greater to be with somebody in the dark than to be alone in in the light. You know to be with other people, as Yaakov Avinu said. Hey, Asfu Lachem, come gather together, come together. They say that one of the things in Mitzrayim that kept the Jewish people together was that on Shabbos, they, would, uh, they were working hard, they were doing whatever they were doing, and once a week they would get together and be machazik each other and strengthen each other and just be there for each other. Um, so just the fact that we're here, and, and it's... Uh, just the fact that I'm here talking, I, I, I said before, I usually 
life to, um, even when I speak, well, in yeshiva it's more I speak often, so I really like questions and comments. I like uh, more interactive because I think that that's really what it's about. It's not so much about listening. Obviously, it's good to listen, um, but it's also good to share. It's also good to just ask questions and to clarify. So my, my sort of my introduction, um, if I can say so, is really, um, it's, it's humbling to be here with all of you, and just the hishtablis, just coming together is so powerful, so powerful. Just being together, like we see, unfortunately, so many people are saying when it comes to the war, everybody's saying just the fact that the Jewish people, and you see it so clearly in Israel, anyone who's visited, but being there, you see that, unfortunately, sometimes the things that are difficult for us are the things that bring us together. So, um, so that's number one. Um, I would really say question comments. If anybody has a, a, wants to comment on that, please feel free. Uh, questions or comments on that. Um, okay. What I understand from the from from everyone who's here is that, um, that you you have a child. You have someone who, who is struggling, someone who is going through a very difficult time. Um, and, I, and I really just want to share with you three points that I thought about. Um, I, I do want to be honest with everybody here. Um, and, I, and I mean this with true um, sincerity. Um, and that is that I, I really, it's hard for me to relate um, to, to all of you only because um, I'm, I'm, I'm a father and I'm not a mother. Um, and, I, and, I, and I really want to say this. I'm not saying this so my wife can hear this and my wife can be happy that I'm saying this. I'm saying this as far as Hashem, and Hara married 30 years. Um, and Hara. Um, and, and I'm not saying this to be nice to everybody here. I'm saying this because I really know this. Um, a mother, um, the, the value for, for a, to be a mother, a Yiddish mama, I know my mother. You know, I, my father, you know, passed away. My father was amazing. But, um, but one of the things that David Amelach, this is a keeper, if there's one thing you get from, uh, there'll be a few things that I'll say that I think if you could take back with you. But I, I'll say that if this is one thing that maybe you could take back with you in your heart is this shot that I heard many years ago from my father-in-law. My father-in-law is Rabbi Brazil, or Shmuel Brazil. I heard this from him many, many years ago. Many years ago. And I say this over all the time, and I, and I really live this, and I know this to be true. Now, this might put a little pressure on everybody here, but, but, uh, but I just want to share with you that David HaMelech, when he describes his relationship to Hashem, he says, Ani ben ama secha. He says, I am David HaMelech, the son of your, my, your maidservant, which means his mother. Now, what's crazy about that is that Chazal tell us that Yishai was one of the four people who never did an Avera. So you would think that if I'm going ahead and I'm talking about my Yichus, and I'm talking about who I am, why am I talking about my mother? Talk about your Tati, who's the God, Yishai was the God of Adar. But no, no, no. David HaMalach said, Ani Avdecha He said, the greatness of who I became is because I am the son of your maidservant, of my mommy. 
So I just want to say it's, it's hard for me to talk um, because I, uh, and I'm talking in front of men over here, so I'll get it from the men if I'm, if I'm not being honest, but I don't care what they say because I know my, the truth of that uh, a mother, the tears of a mother, the pain of a mother, the, I don't know, let me say it that way, I don't know. And I know that I don't know. Doesn't mean that it's not challenging for fathers when you have a challenge with a child. But a mother is a mother. So, like I said, I'm not trying to uh, put too much pressure. But the, uh, the beauty of that relationship between a mother, and then I can't imagine a mother and a daughter, I can't, uh, forget about it. I can't imagine what that is. And which is a real segue to my next piece. My next piece is, is it's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. And I think that's so hard to remember. I know it's hard for me to remember in my daily life is that we forget that it's neshamas. We forget that we're neshamas, let alone to remember that our children are also neshamas. And that just like Hashem picked you and put you in your parents' house, and took you and put you in your mother and your father's house, so do your daughter. Hashem took your daughter before she was born and put her with you as a shidduch. And Hashem knew this was going to happen. Hashem knew everything that was going to happen. Now, obviously, we, we want to be great parents. Nobody would be here if you wouldn't want to be a better mother. Nobody would be here unless it's mandatory for the school. I, I doubt it's mandatory to be here. You're here because you love your daughter. You're here because you want to be a better mother. But sometimes we forget that it's neshamas. It's tikkunin. It's, it's something so much bigger than what we think it is. It's not so much we get lost. I might say, we all do. The tzaddikim say, Every morning we say, I'm not a physical person, I'm a neshama. I'm a neshama. We're a neshama. We're all neshamas. So for sure, but what happens is, the Yitzhahara makes it very intertwined. It's my daughter, and she looks like me, or she doesn't look like me. It's from my husband's side. It's from my, you know, my the in-laws, it's from this. We get caught up in society. It's society, the Imre MS. The Imre MS passed away, I think, in the, I don't know the exact date, but definitely um, in the 40s. The Imre MS was the, was the, was the Ger Rebbe who came from, from Warsaw, Eretz Yisrael. You know what he said? He said, he must have said this in the 30s, 1930s in Warsaw. In Warsaw, he said that the saying that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree does not exist anymore. That's what he said. That's what he said. The Imranah said that. Why? He says, because the winds are so strong. The winds are so strong. The winds are so strong that sometimes the apple could fall far from the, from the tree. Now, that doesn't mean, of course, it doesn't mean we can't be better parents. It doesn't mean we can't work with ourselves. That's, that's obvious. But I think that that's the first thing that I think is always good to remember is that we're dealing with neshamas, Hashem, um, they say, if you want to know how to battle whatever your, your problems are, whatever challenges Hashem gives us, you have to know, Hashem gave you this Messiah. I know what I'm saying are simple things that you all know, but that's why I said, just to come together to be machazik each other, to remind ourselves of that. That it's not your daughter didn't do anything wrong. 
You didn't do anything wrong. Your husband didn't do anything wrong. The siblings didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't mean we can't improve. But the starting point has to be that this is Hashem. This is all from Hashem. This is in the sign for me. It's from Hashem. I think that's number one. Question, comments on that? I could, I'll take a drink if anyone has any question, comments on that. Yeah. Mm. Great. Say something? Great. Love it. <laughs> Good. So my son is Say this for real, as and, and again, I'm not saying this like I said. I don't. Maybe I will send it to my wife. But, but that, no, but the point is, I, I it doesn't hit the father the same way. It doesn't. it doesn't. I'm a man. I'm telling you, it doesn't. There's a there's a there's a there is a a you know, we're made differently, and for a mother, it's deep, and a mother and a daughter, a mother and a daughter, a hundred percent. Okay, no, I was just saying. Right. Good. Yeah, 100%. I'll say, say a comment. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is something that uh, I heard from Rabbi Blackman when he spoke here. The Gemara and Brachas, the Gemara says that the story where Chizkiah Melech was, was very, very ill. What? Chizkiah Melech was very ill, and um, the Navi came to him, the Nasana Navi, maybe. Came to him and said that you're gonna you're gonna die, and he said why? Because he didn't have he didn't get married and have children. So Chizkiah Melech said because I saw Nevoa or whatever that that he was gonna have children that were um, Menasha, children that were uh, Rishayim would come at him. So that's why he didn't have children. So the the Navi told him with Hashem it's not not your business to worry about who your children are gonna be. Hashem's secrets you have to do what what Hashem commanded you to do. And there's a mitzvah to get married and have children. So Chizkiyomel said, so let's, uh, let me get married. Let me marry your daughter, I think, the, 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 the Navi's daughter. And be, between the schism that we both have, you know, hopefully uh, everything will work out. So the Navi told him, it's too late. You're ready, uh, you're ready set, set scheduled to die. And Chizkiyomel said a famous thing. has a Kabbalah from David Melech that even if a, a, a cherub chada, you know, if a sword is on your neck, Never give up on Rachman and David, and Yitaka got married, and um, and they had children, and um, so we're blessed that imagine these children was the was the son of the Melech, right, and the daughter of the of the, of the Navi, right, and uh, so he said, can you imagine? And they knew they had the boy already that the children were not going to be going to be Rishayim or Rishayim going to come out of them, right? He said, can you imagine how they raised them? They were completely sheltered, they lived on an island all alone, they had the best Rebbeim and Tabrusas, they didn't have one bad friend. No internet. No internet, right? They did everything right, everything they could. 
Beautiful. You know, and still the, the children came out. That's that's what that's what Hashem wanted to happen. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Sure. Sure. Beautiful. Correct. Correct. And again, that's always the fine line. We're, we're at the forum. We could go. I, you know, we could talk about this for hours. You know how. You know that fine line of that acceptance at the same time. You know, trying to do everything you can to to help your child. Okay, the second thing, um, and this is this I think we all also need to hear is that I think sometimes we get lost in in the child and we forget about ourselves, which means you know. Guys ask me all the time, like, how do I love more? How do I, you know, be more connected to other people, whatever it is? And I always, the line that I always like to say is, you can, oh, you can only give what you have. If I have $5, I can give $5. If I don't have 5 I can't. If I have $10, I can give 10 You only have, you can only give what you have. And I think what happens is, is that, you know, we forget to take care of ourselves. And we forget to overflow to our children. And we get so sucked in sometimes to you know the child that they sort of take over, they take over. And of course, there's the mother's guilt, I guess, because there's the guilt of the parent. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Which of course, of course, it's important. But the greatest thing that we can do for our children is we can we can be good spouses. I always say that. That I got from my mother actually. The greatest thing we can do for our children is to be, I always tell my guys in yeshiva, he could testify. Now if he's in yeshiva, he could testify. I say this all the time. The greatest thing we can do for our children is be a good spouse, be a good husband, be a good, be a, here I'm talking to, to be, a, be a good wife, and to work on ourselves, to, to sort of invest in ourselves and to overflow. When we have love within ourselves, so we're able to overflow that love into our children, as opposed to we're separate, we're separate, which you are separate, you are separate than you, from your daughter. But really, the more we invest in ourselves, you know, one of my favorite lines, um, and this is heavy, but I love this line, it's a little heavy to hear, but it goes on this um, theme, if you have told your child a thousand times, I'll say, and she, here is the quote for the guys, if you have told your child a thousand times and she still does not understand, it is not the child who is the slow learner. I'll say it again, it's a good line. If you've told your child a thousand times, and this is hard to hear sometimes, you've told your child a thousand times and she still doesn't get it, she's not the slow learner. Now, the reason that's hard to hear sometimes is like, wait, whoa, so whoa, uh, uh, is it that I didn't get something? And the truth is, yeah, it could be. Not in a critical way, but it's like, like am I loving myself enough that I, that I give over that love? Am I connecting enough with my emotions that I could give over those emotions? Am I giving myself the space that I need that I could give my daughter the space that she needs, and I don't mean that at all, please, I don't mean that at all in Musser and with any criticism. I know myself, I want to share something that, that is personal with me. I Baruch Hashem, I have, I have a yeshiva, I, I deal with a lot of guys, I'm a very busy person, I have to fundraise, 
I have to, I give a lot of shirim. I do a lot, I deal with a lot. I deal with a lot of pain from other people. I see a lot of people, I deal with a lot. I myself, because of that, I go to therapy. And the reason I go to therapy, thank you. No, I, but thank you, thank you. The reason, and I want to tell you, and I'm, not, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, not only am I not embarrassed, but I'm proud to share that because I want to be the best husband that I could be. And I want to be the best father. See, I didn't even go to the best Rebbe yet. I didn't even get there. Or the best Rosh Hashiva. Because that's number four, number five, number six on my list. I want to be the best husband that I could be. I, I don't want to come home from a, from a hard day where I carry pain, where I hurt things, and then, and then take that out on my wife or take it out on my children. And there wouldn't be anything wrong if I did that. Why? Because if I need, it's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. And the reason I do that is because I know that if I don't take care of myself, I can't flow and take care of anybody else, including my wife and my children and my grandchildren, Baruch Hashem, and then the students. And then I can't speak over here. I'm not, I wouldn't be as comfortable. I would, I'd be holding too much, whatever it might be. So sometimes it's, it's like we're focused on our, on our daughter, we're focused on the problem as opposed, to, as opposed to really just focusing on my marriage. How's my marriage going? How are my relationships? How's my, how's my relationship with my parents? I think about that all the time. My father passed away. My mother, lives in, in Eretz Yisrael. Baruch Hashem, I'm blessed that she moved um, a few years ago after my father passed away. Am I being a good son, am I being a good son to, to my mother? Right? That's something that I want to focus on myself and really connect to myself. I think we do, when we do that, we're, we're, we're walking a different walk and we're talking a different talk. And I believe, I believe, and this, I, I, I don't know if I've ever said this, I really believe that it could be that the Yetzirah, could be, it could be that the Yetzirah is the strongest in this area. I don't want to say that as like a matter of fact, um, but I really think I'm right. Um, that I really believe that the Yetzirah's biggest, biggest um, distraction is to take care of yourself and to really give yourself what you need in your relationships. Because your child is only going to model your, that's why my mother said that, that the best thing you can do for your child is have a great relationship with your spouse. Because, and that's challenging sometimes, but it's like, uh-oh. So if I don't have such a good relationship with my spouse, I'm in trouble. And it's like, yeah, you are. First of all, you're in trouble because you're in trouble because we all need the support from our spouses. And we need the support from each other. We need, we need a lot of strength. You know what? Just to raise a, a, a child who is not going, who's not involved in things and not going through difficult challenges and traumatic experience, just, just raising a, a home, a regular home, whatever, I don't even know what that means. Just raising, just, I don't even know. I don't know what it means to be a mother, to work, and to be the mother, and to be the wife. And just to do that is, is, is you need so much to take care of yourself. So, al-achas kama v'kama. Al-achas kama v'kama. Kal v'choymer. For sure, for sure, for sure. To take care of yourself for, 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 for a daughter, a child who, who is going through a very difficult time. Because like what, what uh, I don't know what Mrs. 
what you were saying, Mrs. Lasky. Mrs. Lasky is saying you're carrying. It could be you're carrying everybody. Yeah. It could be not only you. I don't mean you. I'm saying every, all. Right. You all are. So so I need. So if so if the load is so heavy, who's helping me with my load? That's and that's that's and like I said, I think that's where the Yitzhara hits us the most. Is 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 spending time because it's I'm, I'm too busy. We're all too busy. I gotta go shopping. I gotta cook dinner. I gotta be. I gotta run the house, and then I have all my other kids. And and the Yitzhara doesn't want us to spend that quality time with ourselves or give us whatever love language we need, whatever whatever we might need. Okay. Question comments, and then I'm wrapping up. Last one, which is which is uh, yeah, please. I want to say something, but yeah, yeah. I'm you're what? Embarrassed a little bit. Okay. But I want to grab the opportunity. Okay. Is that okay? Sure. Um, I'm uh, talking about the daughters and everything. Yes. And the Messiah that we have with that. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> this is a small Messiah for me. Small. Okay. I'm going through a bigger Messiah. Okay. And I want to grab him. Okay. So I have a faith in my children. I know they're gonna do well. Okay. I'm just want the bracha because I'm going to go to the Okay. So you want a bracha for me? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what bracha do you want? Just bracha that Hashem should help me to pass the Messiah. Okay. Okay. Well, I need everyone's domain because yes. the bracha is not. Is, is that, that okay? Hashem. Hashem. One of the, the Ramchal. The Ramchal. What's your name? I'll say it. Mazal Bationa. Mazal Bationa. The Ramchal says that one of the reasons we're put on this world, in the Silsi Sharm, he says it in the first parak. He says, that the Iker Metzias Ha'adam Ba'olam is La'amod Ba'nisayon. That's one of the three things he says that we're put on this world. So, Mazal Batyona, you are put in this world to do exactly this. I'll say it again. The, the, Ramchal, the Ramchal says in the first paragraph of the Silas Yishar, you can see over there at the end of the first paragraph, he says, that the Iker Metzias Ha'adam Ba'olam the main reason we are put in this world, he says, rock, rock only. And one of the th- he lists three things. I'm not going to mention the other two things. It's not it's not for this form, but for Mazal Bat Yona, is one of the things he says is we're here on this planet laamod banisayon. That's why we're here in this world. So Hashem should give you Mazal Bat Yona the clarity to realize that it's the best thing for you. And Hashem will, will help you be omed, to be able to stand. And just like Avram Avinu, just like Sarah Imenu, that they were able to stand up so you have it in your blood, you have it in your system, to be able to be omed van Sayon. And Hashem will help you, Bezrat Hashem. And you'll let me know that you did, because you will, Bezrat Hashem. Thank you. Thank you. It was worth it to come just for that. For me. I didn't mean for you, selfishly. Okay, last thing, and this is a toughie, I think, for all of us. Um, I'm trying to think if I should say the quote first. 
I wouldn't mind if, if, if there's a discussion about this, because this is, this is, I spoke a few, maybe last year, I don't remember, in Beit Shemesh to a group of parents, and I just had this quote like a week before that, and I was like, oh my gosh. And it goes like this. Well, I'll start with, with the point. <clears throat> and this is very hard, um, but I'm sure you hear this a lot. Um, don't worry about Yiddishkeit. <clears throat> don't worry about your children's Yiddishkeit. And I know that that's very, very hard to hear. Um, but from my experience, is that really do not worry at all about their, their Yiddishkeit. Uh, the line is like this. Don't push Hashem into your children's hearts. Don't push Hashem into your children's hearts. Bring them into your heart. And if Hashem is in your heart, they will find Hashem in your heart. And I think that that's very challenging for a lot of us, especially the, the dedication to Hashem and the dedication, the Nasiris Nefesh that I'm sure every one of you have done for Hashem, I'm sure. And to have a child that, that, that rejects that or makes it difficult and the family, I'm sure the dynamics of that are, are beyond challenging. But my, from my humble experience, don't worry about that. Don't let them feel that they're in competition with Hashem. A lot of times they could feel like, like we choose Hashem over them. D don't worry about that. Bring them into your heart. That's all we need to do. And if you do that, I, 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 I've never seen it. I've never, I've never seen it not work. And Baruch Hashem, you know, you're blessed to, to, to be part of a, of, of a chevra and, and, a, and, and school and machanchim and, and people who will deal with the Yiddishkeit. But let them know that mommy, at the end of the day, will choose me over, over Hashem. I know that's hard to hear, but because your child knows that, that the most important thing, by your child knowing that you will sacrifice Hashem for them, then they, they, they will they'll, they'll come around. Guaranteed. Okay. I don't know if there are any questions, comments about that, but I yeah, guess we'll... Yeah. So when you're saying that choose your child over Hashem. Yes. So, for example, if let's say the kid wants you to do something for them with Travis and you won't do it because it's Travis, and they'll say, well, you know, who's more important, the me or Hashem, right? right? And right. then I, I mean, I've told my child, like, I love you, but, you know, it's Hashem's world, and if I have to choose what you want or what he wants, I have to listen to them first. Right. And you're saying choose your child over Hashem, how does that work out? Right. So that's a great question. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not telling anyone, I'm not, I'm not your rabbi, and I'm not the local Orthodox rabbi, so I'm not, I'm not telling you on a practical level if something like that happens. I'm just saying um, the feeling that a child gets, the feeling that a child knows that I'm here for you, <coughs> you're the most important thing for me in, in my life. You're my... I told the reason I love you is because I you to me, so... Right. Right. So I would just, again, this might be not the Don't forum for that. Exactly. That's how that, right. But no, I'm saying when she's bringing up Hashem. Right, exactly. When she's bringing up Hashem. Right, right. So, again. Unconditional love between both of you is more important. 
again, I, I, I think, right, right, it could be more of a, a, a private, more conversation, but I think your point is a valid point, that it's difficult. But I, I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes a child, especially if you grow up in a very firm home, and the culture is very firm, in a, in a good way, very firm, and that that is the, like, principles, and a child struggles with that, so what, what sometimes is difficult is for the child sort of to get the attention that they need, whatever it might be, and to sort of, I think like what Mrs. Lasky is saying a little bit, like sort of keep, keep Hashem out of the conversation. Like, I love you because I love you. I love you because how could I not love you? You're so awesome the way you are, whenever, however you would say it. You're perfect just the way you are. And it's also, by the way, it's not what you say. I say this is, I love talking about Shalom Bayes, so I'm going to go to this because it applies definitely to children as well. I say this all the time. You don't have to, I'll, I'll talk to the husbands. It's hard for me to like say it for the wives, for the husbands. But I'll talk, well, he's not a husband yet. I meant to Shem. It's a Shem, they have a good shirt, but that's not for now. But Rukhaim, I'll say it for me and Rukhaim. I'll say it for me and Rabbi Gross. I'll say it for real. I say this, I tell this to my guys all the time. You don't have to tell your wife just let me finish it, because what is he talking about? You don't have to tell your wife that you love her. Obviously, you have to tell your wife you love her. But you have to feel the love in your heart for your wife. And when I stop, and I'm saying this for real, when I stop, when I stop in the middle of my day, where I stop and I feel the love for my wife, she doesn't have to know that I love her, but she knows I know that I love her inside, inside here. And of course we want to express the love languages. Which, by the way, get the love, I don't know if it's, I know we're in Lakewood, I don't know how that works. Get the book, get the five love languages uh, for kids. I'm telling you, my wife is an expert. My wife, what? Get the, for the parents. I'm telling you, my, my, I'm telling you, my wife, my wife, I, I just want to share. I just want to share something. My wife, I will have conversations with my wife about our children, and she'll be like, oh, Yoni, what do you mean? The problem is because his love language is blah, blah, and I'm like, what is she talking about, right? Like, like know, know the love language of your child. Know it more than you love, well, can I say that more than your husband? It's, it's equally important, like I said. And your husband should know yours also. We gotta know the love languages. You could be telling your kid, I had someone, I had a kid in yeshiva. He went, actually from Lakewood. He, he, he struggled a lot, and he struggled a lot with his mother. And he told me, he says, after I taught, uh, after I taught a class in the love languages, and, and one of them is, is physical touch. And he says, Rebbe, I just hopped why I hated my mother, and my, my siblings were okay. He says, because my primary love language was physical touch, and is physical touch. She didn't hug him, she, she smacked him a lot. <laughs> no, but no, but one second, one second, one second, one second. I know, it sounds, no, no, but I want to say, but she smacked, no, but she smacked the other kids also. And if you're prime, it's all terrible to smack, that's not my point. My point, no, my point is, my point is when you have the love, when you have, it's not about, it's not about the action that you do. Of course, we need to learn the love languages also. But the love in your, in your heart, your daughter will know and sometimes we have to work on that because you know what? Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't. Like I tell my kids, I love you all. Sometimes I don't like you. <laughs> but we gotta love them. You don't have to like them all the time. But they have to feel that love that it that it's that it's beyond any love in the world. 
No, it happens to be, and this is not whatever. It happens to be that my daughter, I think, knows very much that I love her, and we have a very good relationship. And I guess I just like when you said to tell her to choose her over Hashem. Right, right. I know that might have been a little bit intense. I'm sorry, but it's okay. I think that the extreme is okay. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the Hashem. That's the quote. I'm not worried about Hashem. You're all in Lakewood. You're all in a, no. I mean that for real. You're in a very Hashem city. You're all in Hashem's house. You don't have to scream Hashem. Hashem is loud and clear. We have to scream, I love you, I love you, I'm with you. You're, 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 my, you're, my, you're my dear. Hashem is fine. He's fine. He's fine. Hashem should help us all. See, I'm saying Hashem already. <laughs> Hashem should help you all, should help us all, all of you. And I mean this for real. I am, I am so inspired by all of you, and I mean that. I'm inspired um, by all of you, and Hashem should should answer all of our tefillahs. And Emir Tashem, you'll you'll see amazing things from from all of your children. Yiddish and Achas, and Chizku v'Imtu Adias Bel Tzedek. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much.